Yo, yo, yo. What is going on? The family, my people, my brothers and sisters, kings and queens. What's up? Man, I'm back at y'all. Um, I came on here to um, do an episode of, um, of you know, the Black Cold Podcast. You know, your humble, gracious host, Leaf Buck. And we bigger and we blacker than ever. So, the past <clears throat> couple weeks, um, this butter biscuit, nigga trinket, punk behind dude, Camo Bell, Camu, whatever his name is, um, he's been on this campaign trail. I'm trying to smear Dr. Cosby's name. And um, so, you know, what they do is they try to make it seem like, oh, man, nobody's this is not a witch hunt. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. Everything that has been brought up against Cosby, he's took to court. And he's won. A lot of these women had to drop their suits because they were lying. And. What happens is when he got out of jail, that shocked the people behind this documentary. I think they had start shooting the documentary around uh, 2018, but through uh, delays and, you know, trying to find somebody to bankroll it. And it just took a while to materialize. So. A lot of stuff has been going on since Cosby's, you know, was in the public eye for his quote unquote alleged sexual assault. So, so, um, to me, what it looks like is Kamu Bell is just trying to gain clout off of this because he's a failed comedian. I never heard of him until about maybe 2017, 2018, when he, you know, uh, went around with this corny behind show where he was trying to debunk racism or he was a political think piece and all these all type of things. Um, trying to find out why racism exists, racism exists. And, you know, we, we don't need to associate ourselves with that type of person. He's got a white wife. So anything that he can do to being good with his paymasters, he's going to do. So I think the documentary airs tomorrow. It's coming on Showtime. And I just want to tell people, don't even pay that documentary any mind because it's baseless. Oh, 50 women, 50 women, really? These women have been caught in lies. One of the women went on TV and then Cosby said he never met her before. And she and they asked her, have you ever met him before? She was like, no. So why are you out here? Well, I was uh, I was they asked me to come on TV shows because I was a famous actor and I was just seeing other women coming out. So I thought it was cool to do it. And but the problem with the Camo Bells is they never debunk these things when when things are getting thrown at them i'm still gonna go full throttle 
um, with this baseless documentary. So they asked him, he was on, uh, was he on The View or was it Good Morning America? It was one of those two, one of those, uh, excuse me, Ooh, excuse me. It was one of those big time morning shows and they asked him, you know, did you reach out to his camp to kind of get insight into, you know, Cosby's method of thinking and blah, blah, blah. So he was like, no, I didn't have to reach out to them. They reached out to me and said it was like a cease and desist type of thing where they said that, um, um, like, you know where we stand at everything that been up against, you know, everything that's been thrown up against him has proved, uh, has proven to be false. So <clears throat> to me, to continue with this documentary, even after he's been acquitted and they said that the lady, whatever her name is, um, they said that if they put her on the stand, Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Very tired. But they said if they were to put, what's her name? Uh, uh, something. I think it's something Stanton. Whatever her name is. This, this man looking white woman. They said if they was able, if they were able to put her on the stand that nobody would believe her story. She would have to perjure herself in order for it to be believable because they had already established that okay, y'all had a civil suit. You had the civil suit because the criminal suit wasn't going to go, it wasn't going to fly. So basically, essentially, Cosby was arrested falsely. After they had the, the original prosecutor in 2004 or five, mind you, this is 15, 16 years ago, had already said and they had already had it established that if she goes on the stand they're going to chew her up because it was too many inconsistencies with her story so if a man fondles you and does all these type of things why are you taking your parents to meet him you and then this one woman said oh i took drugs from him but i went to go see him the next week what type of <clears throat> bullcrap is that you get what I'm saying? Like, what type of nonsense is that? If somebody that you claim drugged you in the 70s or the 80s, whenever she drugged, whenever he's allegedly drugged her, why would you go back to him if you said, Oh, I felt drowsy around him? No, and I and I tell people I feel sensitive about this subject because I didn't get to meet my grandma. Um, because she was slipped something. Somebody slipped something in her drugs and she passed away from it. And if somebody slips you something that you don't know what it is, you feel drowsy and it's a quote unquote date rape drug. Why would you go back the next week? Or why would you continue to have a relationship with him? So it's a lot of inconsistencies with a lot of these women, but Again, this guy, Butter Biscuit Bell. The thing with him is it's all about having that clout. It's all about clout chasing. It's all about chasing a bag. So 
when the money is low, the hungriness will show. His money low, so he's in he's in desperate times to make himself relevant. He's never been relevant. He's a fellow comedian. Nobody was booking him. Nobody actually knew who this dude was. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's a bunch of bull crap, especially when you dealing with these famous Negroes, man. And I'm gonna tell you something about these famous niggas. You can't trust them. These celebrities, you cannot trust these celebrities, man. They are not trustworthy. The right amount of money, they'll turn their back on you. They'll betray you. Just like Juvenile would vax that thing up. Oh, you want to have sex there? You get vaxxed And I'm just like, yo, what type of bullshit are they really shoveling our way? Like, they really shoveling bullshit our way and just telling us to make manure out of it. I mean, you know, you know the analogy. They're telling us to make mulch out of this shit. You feel me? Like, the problem is when you're dealing with the the mainstream media or the lame stream media, as I call them, and many others do, you have to be very articulate when you're dealing with them. You have to articulate yourself in a type of way that is understood and absolute because when you're dealing with them, they'll twist your words and they'll make it seem like you're going crazy. Well, such and such and such and such. And you didn't even say those things. And like I said, back to butter biscuit bell, he's trash. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody knows who this dude is. Like I said, he's not relevant, so this is his desperation to be relevant. And like I said, I don't have a problem with you, you know, doing things for money. That's your business. It has no bearing on me. But when you start doing things to destroy people in your own community, I start to question, are you really an agent? Because, you know, the FBI for a long time. The Cointel Pro, that stuff is real and it's still going on to this day. You know, they said never let a black messiah rise within a black community. We can't have no more black messiahs. They killed off Malcolm X, they killed off Martin Luther King. And the funny thing about Martin Luther King is last uh, two weeks ago when his birthday came around, It was all these people that didn't even like Dr. King in the 60s. 70, I think it was like 78% of white Americans said they disapproved of him. They didn't like him because he was a, um, he caused racial tension. Even though they was the ones sicking dogs on people and, and spraying people with water hoses. Then he had the, 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 um, Emmett Till documentary. I haven't checked that out, but I've heard not too many good things about it. I haven't heard any good things about it. So when we don't control the narrative, like if, if, if our people aren't behind these documentaries, like people that we can actually trust grassroots people are behind them and bank rolling these type of documentaries, like 
like the Butter Biscuit Bell documentary, we need to talk about Cosby. Is the name. Showtime is bankrolling that. HBO bankrolled Leaving Neverland. Leaving Lever, Neverland, sorry. Um, the documentary about Michael Jackson. So his family told HBO, we're going to sue you if you don't shut this documentary down because it's not the truth. This dude has been trying to sue Michael Jackson's estate since 2011. From 2011, he's been arrested. And he only tried to sue Michael Jackson once he isn't he wasn't here to defend himself. And that's what they were counting on with Cosby. They were counting on that Cosby wasn't going to be here to defend himself. He was like, well, I thought he was going to die in prison. And I'm like, why is it okay for this dude to get on TV and say he thought this guy was going to die in prison because of his age? Like, why is that okay? Why is it okay to go on TV and dog black men out? Why do they have the green light to do that? They dog black men out on TV, on the radio, everywhere we go. The black man is the villain. And don't let it be a dark-skinned black man. They're going to make him even more of a villain. All these movies, you look at um, Color Purple. You look at the... Uh, what's that? What was that movie last year? Was that Sedern? Um, um, Madam C.J. Walker. The villains in there were dark-skinned black men. They were seen as abusive. They were seen as... Um, people that couldn't articulate them themselves both of the villains in the movie they don't see what you got to realize is they don't tell you that they're the villains like you know how oh this is the antagonist no you realize that when you get older who they made out to be the antagonist danny glover in the color purple was not indicative of what black man is every apple has a bad every Every bunch of apples had a bad batch. You get what I'm saying? It's always bad apples in the bunch. So what they try to do is they try to make it seem like, oh, well, that's all black men. No, that's not the truth. Like I said, man. Um, but back to Butter Biscuit Bell. He took the route of those two guys that tried to dog Michael Jackson out and the, the documentary folded. It did so bad. Oprah took her name off of it. And she was in like, and you know, I haven't had respect for her since that documentary has came out. And I had lost a whole lot of respect for her prior to that. But it was just like the man getting back to Michael Jackson. The man was investigated from 1993 until 2001 they never found nothing on Michael Jackson and when the FBI investigates you with wire illegal wiretaps he said they're putting stories out there that I'm gay they're putting stories out there that I hate my skin I bleach my skin and then you know they took his blood and they seen that oh he has vitiligo it's general, you know, it's it's hereditary within his family. And then you under, you kind of understood where 
his his world got messed up and how he thought with the Pepsi accident and all these type of things. But they don't talk about these type of things that black men go through. Because when you're a black man, you're seen as a an animal. So you're seen as strong. And animals are supposed to just take all the BS that people throw at them. But like I said, with Camu Bell, he gets on TV, national television that day. It says we were waiting for him to die so we can do the documentary. See, what they do is, and that brings me back to the Michael Jackson leaving Neverland um, documentary. What they do is they wait for you to pass away. And then that's when they attack you because you are no longer here to defend yourself. You are no longer here to sue these people. And I hope Cosby sues their fucking socks off. And, I, you know, I've been trying to watch my language. I've been doing good, you know, to be... You know, more professional. But sometimes you just got to let these motherfuckers know, man, we're not stupid. And I really think that they believe that we're stupid or we're uneducated because of the way that they word things. And I couldn't believe it. Like, I'm just watching this this black man who's darker than Cosby get on TV and say we was waiting for him to die in jail. He was spending the rest of his life in prison because he was eventually going to die because of his age. And I'm thinking to myself, no self-respecting black man gets on TV and talks like that and about another black man. And then I realized, look who you're dealing with. You, you're dealing with a dude that has a white wife. And he alluded to this in one of the articles. He was saying, well, they're going to say that I have a white wife and that's why I'm attacking him. But we're not attacking Cosby. We just needed a mascot for it. We're attacking. Um, <clears throat> we're attacking rapists. Or, you know, sexual assault people. We're taking them as a whole. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, listen, bro, you are in no position and I mean this, you are in no position to attack one of our elders. And, and like I said, I don't always agree with Cosby because I believe he's done a lot of the you know that soft shoeing stuff with the whole uh, with the whole pound cake speech and I'll never forget that speech my, my grandfather had said something about it he was like it's so easy for a black person that's on a high horse to look down on people that he's, o- that he's over you know he's over them so it's easy for him to look down and try to blame everything on the people instead of looking at the conditions that the people live in. We don't talk about the, you know, and I always talk about this. I don't want to get deep into it. <clears throat> I just want to stay on task. Um, but, you know, my grandfather broke that down and it kind of, you know, back then I was looking at Cosby funny and. I just believe that anything that he was saying at that point, any everything to me, he had a lot of validity within that speech. It's just you're not the right person to get that across because you talk about, yes, people do need to pick their pants up. 
But the thing about it is, that's why the young people don't like the older people is because of their wording. It's because of how they come off. If you come off a certain type of way and try to help instead of coming off from a high horse and pointing and wagging your finger at people, then maybe they'll be more receptive to what you're saying. <clears throat> but the same energy that you're throwing out there is going to be reciprocated. And it's going to be tenfold. And like I said, the law of physics is, the laws of physics is that for every action, there is a reaction. There's a greater, there's an equal or greater, there's an equal to or greater reaction to the said action. And I tell people that all the time. So that was my really only problem with Cosby. Other than that, you know, his record to me, in, in other words, was flawless. So what they try to do is they try to paint you in a bad light when you start making what I consider wealth moves or making those money moves that they can't really stop you from doing. And the only way they stop you from doing is they put false allegations on you. And Eddie Griffin said this a few years ago. He said, no black man in this business can leave it clean. Whether it be Michael Jackson, um, Prince, they was dogging him, uh, Bill Cosby. And I didn't realize, and um, like he said, in this business, it's hard for you to leave clean. And it's the truth. Prince never had no sexual assault allegations against him or child molestation things against him. But they still was dogging him, calling him a drug addict. Well, he was on drugs. And and I realized it's hard as a black man to leave that business clean unless you play their games. And people don't understand that. Unless you play their game, you can't leave the business clean. You understand? You can't be a self-made millionaire without them throwing darts at you. And, um, you know, I just thought it was just, like I said, I'm just still, like, shocked that this dude was able to go on TV and say what he said. And nobody check him. Like... At, at the end of the day, those women had allegations against him. He never got, he, he needed a chance to defend himself. But in, in America, you don't get to defend yourself because as soon as they say something about you, you lose everything. He done lost money and, you know, he done, he lost his awards and his things from UMass and the thing. They took a statue down at Temple. And I'm thinking to myself, how in the hell do you take all this away from him, but you don't take his, but you don't get the money back that he donated? I don't get that. And. 
like I said, man, a lot of these things that people do, especially when they're attacking what they consider powerful black men is they chasing a check. They're chasing clout. They're chasing fame. So with with what Camel Bell did was gets on TV and like I said, he made that statement. But he never talked about Les Munez or Charlie Rose, two dudes that had the same allegations against them. Them motherfuckers was able to walk away with money. I'm like, <laughs> they can walk away with money like Bill O'Reilly. Has settled out of court for years with sexual assault cases. I think in the tune of like $25 million. Mind you, he's one of them rich motherfuckers that was getting 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars a year to have a show on Fox News. So, he was able to walk away with a severance package. And Like I said, I don't respect these these people in the media because when you call out their bullshit, oh no, you're just you're 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 hate you're you hate women. Why? Because I don't believe every woman that said that Cosby raped her. When there's evidence to prove otherwise, allegedly sexually assaulted them. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm not, we not crazy, bro. Like, we're not crazy. We understand that the, the monster and the beast that is the, enter- the entertainment industry would do anything, especially when you've had kind of a, a good, you know, um, record. Well, not a record, but a good reputation, rather, like Cosby did. But then it was like, oh, man, I always seen that in him. These people that he put on is attacking him. And I'm like, listen, man, y'all. And like I said, I don't agree with everything Cosby said, but we're not supposed to agree. We're always supposed to have that level of discourse, but it's always supposed to be respectful. I don't agree with everything Cosby said. I didn't agree with everything that Martin Luther King did. But the one thing is I respect them as my elders. I respect them as my elders. You get what I'm saying? So... When we're dealing with the beast, to me also, that is the media, like I said, you have to be articulate when you're talking to them. And 
like I said, you you don't have to agree with everything everybody says, but I know a witch hunt when I see one. And and I hope I hope Cosby sues their freaking socks off, man. I really do. I really hope he sues them. Because every he's took most of these women to court and they all threw the cases out for defamation. They're slandering him. This is this is called defamation. He has a case against them. They're gonna wind up pulling this documentary. But what Kamo Bell said was, no, this ain't just about Cosby. We going after everybody. But like I said, uh Les Munez or whatever his name is, and Charlie Rose. They were able to take a package and walk away with money. But Cosby done had been done, been stripped of everything. And you could tell, like, the guy, he was running CBS. And like I said, those rich, powerful men, like Les Munoz and Charlie Rose, they live by different rules, man. You know, they, they look at women as objects. So they're, they, you know, every woman around them is expendable. You know what I'm saying? So that's why they're able to walk away because they have that complexion for the connection. Excuse me again. Sorry. They have that complexion for the connection. They're able to. bypass all the bullshit that Cosby went to and Cosby even had to serve three years in jail which in jail he said listen man I'm a I'm a I'm a prisoner of war so I'm a POW it's the war against the black man like I said man clout would get you in these positions where you can't afford to do certain stuff like that and speaking of clout, um, a YouTuber named Tasha K. Cardi B sued her. I think last week, I think last week or, you know, it's been going on, but her verdict came out last week. Been going on for like two or three years. So They asked the lady Tasha K to take something down. Her lawyer sent a cease and desist. They asked her to take it down. She's never taken it down. And she tried to say, oh, well, I got such and such. Well, you have to prove this thing. If they send you a cease and desist, just take it down. Why do you got to be like, why do these people be so wrapped up in their ego Jeez, why do these people be wrapped up in their ego that they think oh I'm gonna just get away with it because she what, what Tasha K was hoping was you know what she gonna forget about it it ain't about nothing and you know I can't even afford to give punitive damages whatever whatever but as soon as you walk out as soon as you walk out that courtroom 
And you realize, like, shit, I got to pay this lady $4 million because I was up there lying. Oh, I'm going to appeal. Yeah, you want to appeal, but they will be looking. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Sorry about that. She's saying she going to appeal. Yeah, you're going to appeal. But do you have the money to bankroll them, them lawyers again? You had three years to pay up for them lawyers. You know what I mean? So. Like I said, man, and that's the example of clout chasing. They ask you to take it down. But letting money blind you, letting fame blind you, you kept it up there. And I'm not the biggest Cardi B fan. I'm not really a fan of hers. But she's she's right on this one. Like she she's definitely right. Like she deserves this money. And the, if the lady sent you a cease and desist, and you still fucking doing what they told you not to do, then to me, it sounds like, oh, I don't give a damn. Yeah, I'm saying so. Oh, excuse me again. I'm so sorry. But like I'm saying, man, um, what we're going to have to do is, man, we really got to get more into this podcast game, man. And make sure we don't spread false information, you know. I don't know, man. I'm just... I, like I told you, I'm still stuck on that whole Kamu Bell shit situation. You know what I'm saying? With him saying that. But like I said, man... Um, you know, man, I'm out of here. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm very tired, but... Um, I'll be back at y'all tomorrow with more stuff. But like I said, man, on this particular episode, Clout Chasing will get you a four-hour documentary. Clout Chasing will get you that big-ass peacock. You know what I'm saying? So what am I talking about? I'm out of here, y'all. I'm sorry.